Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And I'm not TJ, I'm actually AKA Murph, and I am filling in this week. They never look like they sound on the radio, do they? <laughs> but I'm happy to be here. Hey, Murph. Yeah, hey. Here we are at, uh, at IBC World Headquarters, located in Coralville, Iowa. Is this the first time we have co-hosted together? No, I've stepped in for TJ a couple other times. A couple of times. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they were equally as amazing as this is going to be. <laughs> You're full of it. <laughs> hey, uh, what'd you do last weekend? I went on a bicycle ride here in Johnson County called Big Rove. No kidding. I was there too. Yeah. Gosh, it was an amazing bike ride. It was the last of our Ragbride training series bike rides this year. Mm -hmm. So kind of that one last chance to give uh, people who are training for Ragbride an experience of group riding and fun and heat, (laughs) all of the above. (laughs) Uh, It was a warm one. Um, we don't usually talk about the weather on this, but I think that's fair to say. Yeah. This, it was a hot bike ride. Um, normally we have this weather on the 4th of July, but uh, it came a week early. So right, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Um, what'd you think? Did you have fun? Yeah, I had a blast. Um, and coming up a little bit, I actually do an interview with Shammy, Josh Schomberger, who was uh, one of the sponsors as well as he participated so we'll talk a little bit more about his experience and and mine but overall I had a blast that day uh fairly short ride it was only 38 miles Mm -hmm. um but you add in the heat and there was a little bit of elevation where uh Josh and I differ on that he said oh such an easy ride there was nothing to it I'm like there were a few hills that I was panting on (laughs) I'd agree all right well let's let's think um because um our sponsors were awesome on this. Yeah. Big Grove Brewery. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to say when you say Big Grove all the time. Yeah. And then you got to add an extra G in, but it is the Big Grove Brewery. Yep. Out of Iowa City and Solon. Uh, Matt Swift, Doug Getch, all those guys are awesome. Yeah. Uh, Addison was just there whenever we needed anything. And the cool thing about Big Grove is, like you mentioned, there's two locations. Uh, both places are completely different from the other, mm-hmm. um, with the exception that they have, you know, their great beer at both locations. But I, the experience at both of those places was amazing. And their team is is just fantastic to work for. They're so organized, and it's a really amazing business. Hats off to to Big Grove because. Yeah. Um, I think that showed. I think that made that event pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, think Iowa City and its curious surrounding communities. Uh, Josh, Monica, uh, the whole team over there really kind of came in, pitched in, and it was awesome mm-hmm. uh, to work with them. Um, they took care of our packet pickup, and, and man, did that run smooth. Mm-hmm. Boy, you can't, can't beat that. Mm-hmm. Uh, riders were happy. Uh, 44% of them said excellent ride and 43% said very good on the survey. Ooh, and I'm no mathlete, but if you add those together, that's just about 90%. That's the majority of the people who responded in the survey. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a few curmudgeons in there and I'm nobody says this ride's perfect. We got a lot to work on for next year. And I think we got some great tips from people. Mm Um, and, you know, everything from maybe a different type of hat to uh, 
hey, could we have a sticker? Because it's a cool logo. Oh, neat. I mean, yeah. I was like, okay, these are good ideas. Yeah, that's a great idea. So, um, yeah. So here's some other stats. I'll throw some because I'm the numbers geek of this organization. <laughs> uh, 50% of the writers, or about 50%, maybe 48% or so, uh, traveled over 50 miles oh. to uh, ride this ride. So we brought in a lot of economic tourism to uh-huh. the area. Mm-hmm. And we believe they spent about $168,000 that day. In one day. Well, the weekend. Or the weekend, sure. Yeah. Wow. Um, so a huge tourism impact for two smaller towns. I mean, North Liberty's not terribly small, but Solon, mm-hmm. you know, it's a tiny town. And mm-hmm. I think people really appreciated... I, 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 there were a lot of comments that I, that I heard of, I didn't know Solon was such a cool town. Oh, yeah, cool. You know, that... <laughs> Got some new buildings downtown and rehab some other ones. And I think, uh, I think it really showed that they're embracing bicycling. Mm-hmm. Um, so overall, if you start to add in the local riders, we might have had about $250,000 worth of spending that day. Nice. Um, yeah, that's a big deal. That's a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, 16% of the ride was new bicyclists. Oh, okay. Riding their first organized ride. Mm-hmm. And I can attest a little bit to that. Um, I mean, it was not my first ride, but uh, a lot of this ride was on the trail. And mm-hmm. there were a few places when it got uh, congested, meaning there's always people in front of you and always people <laughs> behind you. And um, for the most part, people were pretty good about shouting out, you know, we're slowing or mm-hmm. we're stopping or we're passing. But there was every once in a while just that. Um, here's my one example. So there was a man that was trying to pass a bunch of people and he was going much faster than the rest of the crew. And so when he passed by me, um, I basically just said, hey, let us know you're passing next time. It wasn't rude, just whatever. So uh, we ended up stopping at a police, um, police were uh, managing an intersection and he literally uh, backed up his bike and came back and stood by me and I thought, oh, <laughs> maybe I was rude when I said that. Um, but he was speaking in a different language and he uh. said, what am I supposed to say? And I said, just say bikes passing, bike passing. And he yeah. said, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. So well, I don't know cool. where he was from, but obviously he was new to the whole group riding and hopefully as he finished the day, he remembered what to say. Yeah. I mean, we send, we do send out our ride right guide with the emails mm-hmm. before uh, the ride comes out. Um, and, uh, hopefully people get that and get yeah. some tips. If you haven't seen our ride, right guide, we're going to be, uh, kind of pushing that between now and uh, this big event called Ragbri. Yeah. Um, because the ride rights, their safety program, but we've kind of adopted it for everything else that we do for mm-hmm. safety. Mm-hmm. All right. Where was I? First time riders. Uh, oh, this one's interesting. 49% women on this ride. Oh, okay. So a little more gender balance mm-hmm. than maybe the other rides. Mm-hmm. Ragbri, I would say, would be 70% men, 30% women, would okay. you suppose? Maybe 60, yeah. 40, somewhere in that range. Yeah, yeah. Um, our other rides, with the exception of Pigtails, which is 100% women. Right. Well, wait, <laughs> 99.9. 99.9% <laughs> women. Um, so that's cool. Um, we noticed that it was a different crowd. This was not the same group as our Bacon ride, mm-hmm. uh, not the same group as our Pigtails ride. Mm-hmm. We had some crossover, uh, but not a huge amount. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, the the um, proceeds go to charities. 
Um, the Iowa Bicycle Coalition being one of it, that's us. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one is going to the uh, John Karras Donald Call statue mm-hmm. uh, that they're trying to uh, put in into uh, Waterworks Park in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Um, and TJ had a big announcement. Did you catch that today? Yeah, I think he said that that statue, that whole project is 50% funded, which is pretty cool. Which, which one of them does Carl Voss <laughs> say... Because right now we can build a statue for one, but not yeah, both. Yeah, I don't know if he point. Did he point out which one? I think we got call built. We need to raise the rest of the money for Karis. Okay, well we can't leave one out. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but it is pretty cool. It's fifty percent funded, and they actually listed. I, don't, I can't recall if it was on social media or maybe an email, but uh, they actually listed out some of the big donors, and there were tons of Ragbri teams. It's really cool to see. Yeah, so we should inspire people. If you get a chance, go to the Ragbri website, check out that post. Mm -hmm. Um, And if your team hasn't contributed yet, maybe now's your moment to shine, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, here's one final statistic that we found 80% of this ride was better looking than other rides. Oh. Yeah, you fell into the 80%. I was going to say, did I I fall into the 80%? Well, I'm your boss, so I really shouldn't (laughs) comment, but... Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a, a fun ride, yeah. don't you think? I think it was great, yeah. How was your experience? You started kind of in the pack, didn't, wouldn't you say? Yeah, um, a little congested at the beginning, but once we spread out a little bit, just getting through some of the intersections in Iowa City, mm-hmm. beautiful ride. I really was impressed with the trail system. Um, nice wide trail. Uh, even though we were, you know, winding through neighborhoods, it was still really awesome. And I didn't mind the elevation. I, I think it was a little over fifteen hundred feet of climb. Yeah, and thirty some miles. That's yeah, that's significant. So but it was, not terrible, right? And uh, you know, you could also see cyclists who were zooming up those hills, but then you could also see cyclists that were walking. So it was definitely, <laughs> you know, a different uh, sort of crowd. Sure, sure. There were probably what would you say four, maybe five hills on the ride. Big ones. Yeah, you yeah. had to go over the interstate. And that wasn't long, but steep. Mm-hmm. And uh, Square Points. By the um, dam. Yeah, the one over Mahaffey Bridge. Mm-hmm. The one uh, going up to Mahaffey Bridge, up to uh, the top of the hill there. And then kind of maybe a smaller one into Solon. But uh, yeah, about five hills. Of course, those same five hills you got to do coming home, right. too. So it's <laughs> so really tan. Right, right. Uh, but... You know, it is what it is. Um, okay, so you started in the pack and then went up to North Liberty. Did you make it in time to see the spacemen? Yes, I did. How were they? They were awesome. Uh, they really know how to play their instruments. Yeah? Yeah. So if um, we've talked about spacemen several times, but they're basically a crew of high school kids that have formed a band and mm-hmm. play covers that are probably older than some of their parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're fun. Uh, and they're high schoolers, so I get to negotiate with their mom. Awesome. You know, it's really fun when we get the contract together for those guys. But And this year they had swag. They were selling Whoa. T-shirts. And I believe your your wife got a water bottle that said Spaceman on it. Yeah. You know, we bought her that big bag that goes under her seat, one of those bikepacking bags. Yeah. I kind of regret that now because oh. now she fills it up with uh, <laughs> she, band swag. She's going to become a bagger before you know it <laughs> i know what <laughs> but, are we gonna do yeah they were great and then the dueling pianos in uh solon were also amazing yeah. good good music i so i never made it up to solon what i have to do is um the signs coming out so we wanted to pull those out so people didn't get lost and then put them on the route coming back 
uh, because they're kind of two different routes and we wanted to double up on the signs. So that's what my morning was doing, was going around making sure all the signs were facing the right direction. Um, we did have, this was kind of weird. We did have some complaints that people, uh, said there weren't any signs. Oh boy. I thought there was coming back to Iowa city. You know what I think? I think they missed the first sign that said, go straight at the Hancher bridge. Oh, okay. And ended up on the route that we took out in the morning. I think they were probably an autopilot rather than follow the signs, which were visible from the Hancher bridge. And uh, that would that would make sense if they did it that way. Yeah, I was going to say I was I was impressed that there were actually even signs along the trail area, and yeah. I kind of thought to myself, who who was who was walking on this trail to put these signs here? Or how did they get them here? And then I forgot that it was you doing it. <laughs> so my sweaty function the other night after uh, this was Monday night. Yeah, Monday night. Um, I had about those four or five trail signs yeah. that were left. Actually, there were six. Um, so I got a cargo bike, and we rode, Jennifer and I rode over there through the trail in Iowa City and uh, filled up the, the bag on the cargo bike. And that's oh, what, okay. that's uh, next year, I'll just make sure the cargo bike's sitting out there. Yeah, for, ready to go. for outbound as well. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, and because we had to get up at four in the morning to sign those. Oh, geez. I mean, otherwise, if you leave signs on campus, they're going to be in dorm rooms. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, they are kind of cool signs. So no doing that. Yeah, they're they're big. They're heavy. We're going to need a storage unit. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So dueling pianos was awesome. Yep. Um, you had some lunch up there. We actually had yeah. some vegetarian Vegetarian stuff. options, which was awesome big thumbs up to that big thumbs up okay and they had a huge like a huge it was bathtub sized tub of tailwinds which is the rag oh, beer right um so that was pretty awesome did you make it over to the fire station i heard some people saying that was really cool i did not so they must have opened up the fire station had some water and gatorade and oh, okay like that. okay so that was a pretty cool opportunity yeah I think. um and then you took the ride back same route back and a shout out to Shields and Mr. Matt Fippen. He had a stand in front of Reds right. with ice cold water and uh, snacks by Honey Stinger. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, yeah. well. It was well timed. It was perfect. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and then Dave Gallagher was the DJ. Yeah. The voice of Ragbra. <laughs> um, we need to get him on the podcast one of these days, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we do. I, that like his voice. Yeah. Voice. Back in the day, I remember we'd pull into a town and I'd hear his voice and be like, oh, my gosh, we got to get to the dance floor in front of his bus. So last time I went to Las Vegas, oh, I got on the Allegiant flight and uh, just sitting there minding my own business. And I keep hearing this guy behind me. And finally, it clicked. It's Gallagher. Ah, OK. <laughs> <laughs> just talking away in that that. That Iowa City voice, and you're just like, I'm falling away. All right, yeah. now i got to figure it out. He's on the same flight coming back, not so talkative. Though. Oh, sure. Well, nobody is nobody. on the way back from Vegas. Nobody is. <laughs> All right, um, so thumbs up on the right. You thought it was yeah, uh, pretty yeah. good? Yeah, uh, and I have an interview coming up next with Josh Schomberger, and I feel like he also had the same good things to say about it, so we'll have to take a listen. Perfect. Let's hear what Josh has to say. Okay.
Well, hello, Just Go Bike Podcast listeners, a.k.a. Murph here, and today I am with Josh Schomberger. Hey, Josh. Hello. How are you? Good. Well, Josh is the president of the Iowa City Coralville Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. Josh and his team were part of the first ever Big Rove bicycle ride, uh, which happened just last weekend, went through Big Grove, Iowa City, through North Liberty with a stop at Red's Ale House, and then on to Big Grove in Solon. Um, after lunch, riders reversed the route and ended up back in Iowa City for a post-ride party at Big Grove. And I probably should mention both of the Big Groves that we mentioned are really sweet breweries, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Big Grove, Big Rove. You get tongue-tied pretty quick. I know, I know. You? I'm really <laughs> careful about saying it. So we uh, named the bicycle ride Big Rove um, because it's... Uh, meant to be a bike ride about meandering or roving around um, and a little play on the brewery name, which yeah. is Big Grove. So, yeah, I know I noticed a peop- some people on uh, our survey or our Facebook were like, you know, you're spelling Big Grove wrong by saying Big Grove, but eh, you got to look into yeah, it. Yeah, that was the idea. It's Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, give us some idea of what role that you played in this event. Well, day of, I didn't play really any role, uh, but in the beginning, you know, I, I originally kind of introduced TJ and Ragbri to the Big Grove folks uh, yeah. many years ago when um, Coralville was the host, and the ride that day went from Hiawatha to Coralville. We went through Solon, and Solon was a was a big stop, and Big Grove had recently moved in there. So just introducing uh, Matt and Swift, Matt Swift and Doug and all those guys to TJ, and that uh, created the opportunity for Big Rove and also uh, what the uh, Ragbri riders will see soon with this new Tailwind beer, the official beer Ragbri. Uh, that relationship was also forged by that. So, Which is a Big Grove Brewery beer. Which is a Big Grove Brewery yeah. beer, yeah, for sure. One of many. Yeah, and I've had a few Tailwinds so far. How about you? Yeah, I've had a few. <laughs> it's not really my thing, but yeah, I like the, the heavier IPAs. and the, But Tailwind's going to be great. I mean, for those... Uh, for those lighter beer drinkers, which you should be on Ragbri for sure, right. Tailwind's going to be perfect. And the cool thing about the can, which if you haven't seen it yet, it has every city uh, or every town that we go through on Ragbri this year. So if you're into collecting beer cans, it will definitely be a collector because I'm sure if their partnership um, exists next year, it'll be a brand new can. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty uh, jealous of that. You know, we've hosted Ragbri many times here, and it'd be pretty cool to have Iowa City or Corvo or North Liberty on that can. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, also fun. You know, I rode the pre-ride uh, quite a few days and to stop in those towns, and they're already serving Tailwind, so right. they were pretty excited. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Actually, any bar that I go into and I see the Tailwind, I'm like, I, I know what that beer is all about. So yeah. it's pretty cool. Uh, were you able to ride the Big Grove this year? I did. You know, early on, you know, we put on a lot of our rides with Ragbri and with Bicycle Coalition. We used to run the Grand Gable and lots of other events. And so I told my team early on that don't count on me for anything. Take my phone number, my name off the daily contact. I want to just enjoy the ride for once. And uh, so I, I took part in every part of it and it was awesome. Awesome. Um, well, we should, we should definitely give a shout out to your team because they were part of Packet Pickup both Friday and Saturday, and they rocked it. Yeah. I thought it was really smooth. Uh, hopefully, uh, the riders that were part of the day noticed that too. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, they're pretty used to that. We we do a lot of events, Jingle Cross, the Olympic Trials, and so it's pretty commonplace for them to play that sort of role, and they had a lot of fun as well too. Anytime you can hang out at Big Grove and 
meet and greet people and yeah. maybe have a tailwind uh, is not a bad day. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, for those who did not experience the ride, it was only about 38 miles, um, but quite a few big hills. I think it ended up being a little over 1,500 feet of climb. Um, but how would you describe your ride? I mean, obviously it was fun, but... Yeah, I, I've told folks that I wouldn't really describe it as much of a ride, uh, just yeah. because we my I ride quite a bit, and it was just more about the fun and yep. socializing. And yeah, you got in a few miles, but uh, they weren't very difficult, and it was it was pretty easy. So it was certainly hot. Mm-hmm. I'd describe it as that. And uh, our team was slow. I think I gave out five of my bikes to different people to oh, uh, nice. <laughs> to just experience the yeah. ride. So I uh, had a few mechanicals and took care of a few uh flats and help help with a few flats and uh and some chain um chains coming off but it was an awesome day all the way around yeah i it definitely felt like a day of rag bride to me because you um you know we weren't racing so you're just right. basically riding your bike then you pull into a town and it's just massive crowd yeah. streets are closed uh bands are playing you know it's just it was a i thought it was really really a cool day yeah, for those that had never done a Ragbride day or or this was their first experience, it very much I agree with you felt like a Ragbride day when yeah. you rolled into North Liberty and then certainly rolling into Seoul and they had already done it like that, so they set it up the same way and um, it was just a heck of a lot of fun. Yeah, which also explains why it took me about seven hours to do thirty eight miles. Yeah, <laughs> you look down and you're like, whoa, that's that's <laughs> yeah. not a good pace, but. Uh, that's the way it should be, you know. It's not a race. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of other opportunities to race and and go out and and take down Strava segments or try yeah. to. But this wasn't what that that day was about. Yeah. Um, well, I I don't ride a ton of Iowa City trails, but I feel like there were a couple new trails on this ride. Is that true? Like maybe a bridge was fixed. Yeah, or there was. There. Uh, well, the the trail really from North Liberty all the way to Bahat to the lake uh, was brand new. It oh, had nice. just opened maybe a, a week or two before officially opened. Uh, I've I've ridden it quite a few times. I I ride from here up to Cedar Rapids and back a, a decent amount and. It's really welcome addition to get folks off of Mahaffey Bridge Road mm-hmm. um, and onto that trail. And, you know, you can't we can't thank uh, Janelle and Rod and that whole team at, at Johnson County, uh, the Board of Supervisors and Secondary Roads for making that happen. Um, it was really, really terrific and kept people safe. Yeah. And I do remember in years past um, being on those roads with the same uh, people who are on their way to the lake. They have they're dragging a boat. Exactly. And, you know, the whole time you're just like okay, I hope today's not my day. Yeah. And now to be able to uh, actually be on the trail and to be like, oh, that's a pretty boat, like instead yeah. of worrying about them running you over. So it, yeah. it was a, that part was great too. I hope to be able to get on those trails again. And yeah. hopefully people who are coming to the area can check them out. Yep, yep. Uh, so speaking of trails, I think the Iowa City area has a tons of tons of trails to offer. Can you expand on that a little bit? You know, I know that we're doing some sort of um, off route trails. We've got, I know by the post office, there's a really cool single track. Oh yeah. A lot of good single track over there. You know, we, uh, we're fortunate to live here in Johnson County cause we do have some of the best, you know, road gravel and, and single track sugar bottom is well known across the Midwest yeah. and that's, that's in our community. Uh, but Coralville just added the second permanent cyclocross track just about a year and a half ago, and so we've got a we've got a cyclocross course out and uh, across for, across from Lowe's and the ball fields. The single track is terrific. They just added a whole another expansion. I believe 
I'd have to double check this, but I believe it's about eight miles all the way around. Um, uh, if you do it, uh, the whole, the whole loop and that might be a little long, but you can really ride year round any time of uh, day or night. I like to go out there sometimes with a buddy and get headlights on and ride in the, in the dark, nice. in a single track. Yeah. So it's, it's, we're very fortunate. Well, and you've mentioned this a couple of times, so I think it's a fair statement that cycling is a hobby of yours. Yeah. yeah so much. where do you normally cycle? Uh, usually road. If, if I'm going out, you know, 40 or 50 miles, I like to go over to Amana or south down towards Riverside and, and Washington. Uh, my parents live up in Hiawatha, and so oh, yeah. uh, on Sundays we usually get together for dinner, and throughout the summer I'll just bike up there. And uh, once you hit Ely, you're on a trail that can take you pretty much to Waterloo. Mm-hmm. So um, just soul into Ely is, get, you know, just got a little bit of a trail expansion. So it's very safe and you know, um, and then when I do single track, I love to do the area you referenced over there off of uh, Highway 6. And mm-hmm. not huge into mountain biking yet, but I need to. I'm way overdue on that. All my friends do. I just I just don't have a really good mountain bike yet. Well, I remember it was a couple of years ago that you did your very first cycle cross race. Yeah. Do you remember that? You- I remember it well. <laughs> <laughs> like you were you're super excited, but not really excited. And then I think the next year you were like a pro because you had practiced. And Well, actually, that first year I borrowed Jeff Perrell's bike, who owns Jeff's Bike and Ski. And, it, of course, because it's Jeff, it was like a $15,000 cross bike. Oh, jeez, yeah. I uh, came down Mount Crumpet, and I went over the handlebars and almost snapped the brake. And it turns out, like, two months later, I, I couldn't sleep at night, and I had broke my collarbone. Oh. And I didn't know it. And so my first uh, – I had to stop that on that first lap, and I have in my office, my staff made me a beautiful picture of my DNF uh, <laughs> uh, sh- sh- sheet and put a DNF, Josh Chamber, no, did not finish. <laughs> and then the next year, I loved it, and then I raced with a team and Smile Wrestlers, and um, it is a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, as long as we brought it up, we should probably talk about uh, Johnson County is host to a huge cyclocross event. I dare I say world. It is world. I think it is world. Yeah. And uh, you, you're going to host it again this year, right? We are. This will be the fourth year in a row that uh, UCI has selected Iowa City to host a Telenet UCI Cyclocross World Cup. Nice. There's only two in all of North America. Uh, originally, it was just Las Vegas and Iowa City. And in recent years, that has moved, the Vegas one has moved to Waterloo, Wisconsin, home of Trek Mm -hmm. cycling. And so it's Waterloo, Wisconsin, and Iowa City. And this September, we will kick off the season for the fourth year in a row uh, as a host uh, on September uh, 14th. So the 13th through the 15th, we'll host the regular Jingle Cross, Cyclocross World Cup, and we'll have all the European pros here uh, for the races that end up getting broadcast live in prime time across Europe to like 12 million people, which is pretty insane that yeah. Iowa City, Iowa is being broadcast to 12 million people. Yeah, and I um, have been a, a small part of it in years past, and it is a well-oiled machine at this point. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's it's a bit of a headache just because it is challenging. We have, you know, it's it's at the Johnson County Fairgrounds, and parking and access can sometimes be a little difficult. Uh, but when you get out there, it very much feels like a European cyclocross setting. I've been fortunate to go over to Europe several times and attend these races and was just at the World Championships in Denmark. And uh, we definitely hold our own uh, here, in, here in Iowa City. And in addition to having all the pros here, um, anybody can actually participate and be in a race of some sort. I think the gravel 
race will be coming back. Yeah, yeah. So gravel we, ride, I should say. There is a gravel ride that's organized by former tour pro Jason McCartney, who mm-hmm. actually lives here in town and is a phenomenal uh, uh, cyclist and just person in general. Uh, there's the amateur races. So it truly, John Meehan, who's one of the director, is the director of uh, Jingle Cross, has said many times the greatest thing about our our event here in Jingle Cross is first and foremost that every single dollar goes to the children's hospital. Mm-hmm. That's pretty unique. Uh, there's nobody making money off of the races here. And second, you get a chance as an amateur to ride an actual World Cup course. So it's yeah. like playing the Masters the Monday after Tiger won it uh, here after uh, the world champion just destroyed the field or whoever it is, Tunarts, you can go out and, and ride the exact same course, and that's that's pretty special. And not we have to mention, of course, that this is definitely a spectator sport. I mean, there is oh, yeah. so much fun. They've got, you know, of course, beer if you want it, but uh, there's a couple different areas of the course that are amazing to watch because it is some high energy. Yeah, it's like a... It's like a NASCAR track for yeah. cycling because they go around, you know, four or five, six times, depending if it's the women's race or the uh, or the men's race. And, you know, when you get up at the top of Mount Crumpet and you're looking out over the course, that whole Mount Crumpet turns into like a club. There's a DJ up there at a sh- on a shack and there's lights at night. People hang up Christmas lights and it's uh, it's quite the experience to see them running up Mount Crumpet and uh, all the fans uh, yelling and uh and uh, having a little fluid in their body to have them yell a little, a little louder than <laughs> that's normal. That's right. <laughs> and to just see the cyclists. You know, you mentioned Mount Crumpet. That's like a, I don't even know what the grade is, but it is straight up. And so, you know, there are cyclists who make it up the whole way without getting off their bike. Then there's other cyclists that have to throw their bike on their shoulder and run it up. But um, they are getting cheers from everyone, no matter what. Yeah, it doesn't matter what which uh, team you race for or anything like that. Everybody's being cheered. Yeah. Uh, some people have fishing poles and they, they're not allowed to do it. We have to take them away in the pro races, but in the amateur races, they hang beef jerky and cookies. <laughs> yeah. So people are grabbing a beef jerky on their way by and uh, it's, it's just a heck of a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, uh, a quick topic change, but I think it's worth mentioning, but you uh, and Johnson County played a major role major role in getting Coralville, Iowa City ready for RAGBRAI. Um, you've, RAGBRAI has come through here several years, been overnight several years. Um, what's it like to have thousands of cyclists plus, plus their support crews come into your town? I love it. I always tell TG I wish we could host RAGBRAI every year. Oh, wow. Uh, they, they only like to come back, you know, about five years. They yeah. like to give a five-year break and uh, but Johnson County has been fortunate to host eight times between two times in Iowa City, um, once in North Liberty, and then five times in Coralville. I've been able to be part of five or six of those sure. uh, hosts and been on the executive committee, and it's just a heck of a lot of fun. We we are uh, aiming to have Coralville take the lead on the cities in Johnson County and be the overnight stop for Ragbri 50 in just Ooh, a few years. Yeah. So we've been working on that one for quite a while, and then so long as uh, we stay nice to TJ, maybe Coralville <laughs> will be on that Ragbri 50 route. Awesome, awesome. Well, what else is on the horizon for Iowa City Coralville? One of the real exciting things that's specific to the folks listening here is uh, we're we're about a month away from launching BikeIowaCity.com, oh, and it'll nice. be a very comprehensive uh, website uh, that will have everything from all the local routes. If you've got a 30 minutes, you want to go ride a route, here's where you go. It'll have testimonials from area cyclists. It'll be a master sort of all-in calendar of events. 
It'll profile the numerous couple dozen cycling-related organizations in this community that you can get involved in. So whether or not you're like me and you, you can't go out and hang with that A group who's riding, you know, close to 27, 28 miles an hour for 40 miles on Tuesday nights or Thursday nights, whenever they go, there's a ride for everybody. And so uh, there's no drop rides. And we just want to encourage more people to get involved. And obviously the other part of that is to to work with the cities and make sure the roads are uh, we're an advocate alongside uh, the Iowa Bicycle Coalition, who uh, we're blessed to have located here in, in Johnson County. And what was that website? BikeIowaCity.com. So it'll launch soon, and um, it'll co- it'll cover all of Iowa City, Coralville, and the Johnson County area. So keep an eye out for that. Awesome. And there's a few other events that'll be coming up this fall, right? Yeah, so we'll have the Cyclocross World Cup. Uh, that's in September. Mm-hmm. And a couple of weeks before that, you know, our organization is pretty involved in FryFest, which is the big kickoff to the Iowa football season. Mm-hmm. So we'll be putting that on. Uh, and there'll be, you know, a number of other uh, activities that we get involved in or sponsor that are specific to, to cycling. And, you know, I'm just excited. I think we've got 18 or 17, 17 or 18 days till the start of RAGBRAI again. And, I'm uh, I'm really anxious to get to Council Bluffs and enjoy the week alongside everybody else. Yeah, definitely. And for sure, if people are looking for places to go in Iowa uh, post-Ragbri, Johnson County and the Iowa City area just has so much to offer, especially, like you said, I mean, there's hundreds of miles of gravel roads. You've got the cycle cross. You've got road. You've got trail. A little bit of everything for everyone. Yeah, yeah. And Sugar Bottom, uh, which I've heard is great right now. I have uh, just friends always asking me to go out and ride with them. So I'll have to get another bike to borrow from Jeff, and he'll eventually want to sell it to me, and <laughs> my wife won't approve of that at the moment. <laughs> so we'll figure it out. Sounds like you have a fleet of bikes at home. I have. Uh, yeah, I probably need to get rid of a few. <laughs> I always say when people say that, I even if I – don't ever ride a bike. I have such a weird emotional attachment. Like, yeah, you do. It has do. to stay in the garage. Every one has a meaning. I don't want to lose a bike. Right, you so. don't. <laughs> well, no. Josh, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, talk to uh, me and have the listeners hear more about Iowa City and Coralville. No problem, and hope to see everybody on Big Grove next year. Thanks again to, to Big Grove and Mark and you and just everybody that was involved. It was It was really a fun day. Yeah, I agree. Well, listeners, I leave you with a quote from the unwritten book of morphology. This quote comes from Dr. K.K. Dottie. Cyclists see considerably more of this beautiful world than any other class of citizen. Think about it. We've reached the end of another edition of the Just Go Bike podcast. Kathy Murphy. That's me. Any quotes for the day? Anything we need to think about on the on the way out of this thing? Well, I already did an epic quote um, after my interview with Josh. So, oh, man. Um, I will tell you, though, if we have any listeners, which I would guess is the majority of our listeners, they do ragbri or love ragbri or believe in ragbri. Um, I have interviews set up with each of the overnight towns, including oh, cool. Keokuk. So it'll be fun in the you know next couple of weeks before Ragbri to take a listen and hear what the entertainment set up, what they have as far as um, how many hills getting into their town mm-hmm. or out of their town, and just little things like that. So it'll be a fun couple of weeks. 
Awesome. If you haven't subscribed, please do leave us some feedback. Also, uh, you can find us on Google Play. You can find us on Apple, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, iHeartMedia, Spotify. We're all over the all place. Of them. So, you know, your favorite podcast purveyor. Uh, if there's anyone you use that we're not on, let us know. Um, send an email to uh, that Andrew Parrot. Uh, JustGoBike at gmail.com, I think is what the email is. Visit our website, JustGoBike.net. Of course, we've got some fantastic sponsors. Uh, Primalware. Murph, did you see the email that they sent out? No, I didn't. All right, so it just came out today. Um, it's a really cool email that that has pictures of all their their chamois that are sewn into the shorts. Yeah. And it has, like, this one is good for four hours. This oh, one is good nice. for eight hours. Yeah. This one's six hours. I thought it was a really cool advertisement. In addition, um, their team has been riding all these fun rides all over the U.S. Yeah. And they had pictures of them, uh, their group photos on, on the oh, cool. email. It's like, yeah. what a great piece of marketing there, Primal. Uh, good job. Um, Bikes to You out of Grinnell, Iowa. Been shopping there once or twice before, haven't you, Murph? Oh, gosh, many times. And uh, Mr. Craig Cooper was at the Big Rove ride uh, fixing bikes. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. He's, uh, man, he's a good guy. He's the one I want with his hands on my bike. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, think, think Iowa City and its curious surrounding communities. Um, they're all focused on Jingle Cross, but hey, you know, we should point out <clears throat> the cool part about the Big Rove is that you can do the Rove any day of the week. Yeah. That trail, that route is open any time for you to go out there and have a good time. So keep in mind, think Iowa City and its curious surrounding communities. Awesome. That's it for this edition of the Just Go Bike podcast. Thanks a lot for listening. Just Go Bike. Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer.